Well, today's message is called Jesus' Image, that we can truly be the image of Christ. And we're in the study in Philippians. We're looking at Philippians 2. We're going to be in 2, 5 today, 5 through 11. And looking at that passage, as Paul writes to the church, you can actually bear the image of Christ. And here's what Christ's image looks like in your life. And so I'm going to go ahead, if you got a Bible, if you got a Bible and you want to flip to Philippians, um, this message might make you flip in Philippians. Okay. In your relationships with one another, have the same attitude of the mind of Christ Jesus had, who, being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in the appearance as human being, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that in the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth, in every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Isn't that powerful? Such a powerful uh, six verses of just packed with so much of what Jesus did and how we're invited into that. In your relationships, put on the same mindset as Christ Jesus. What I'd like to talk about before we talk about you looking like Jesus is who do you look like today? Does anybody in the room look like their mom? All right, cool. I do too. I look like my mom. A lot of people are like, you're a spitting image of your mom. (laughs) It's not good. (laughs) How many of you look like your dad? All right couple of you, a lot of you have no idea what you look like. That's fine. That's okay. What about acting? What do you, who do you act like? Have you ever thought about that? You know, who are the, the mannerisms that you picked up? And so even if you don't know your parents and you're brought up with some guardians, you'll find yourself actually acting a lot like the people that raised you. I know for me, uh, I act a lot like my dad. And my dad has a lot of great characteristics. He's, he's you know, a hard worker. He's, he's really patient. He, uh, he loves people. He has a heart of worship. Um, so I inherited a lot of that stuff from him. But one thing that I've been noticing the older I get is all the other stuff that I inherited from him. The noises. <laughs> getting, uh, getting out of the couch or... Uh, just so many noises. Why am I making so many noises now? I don't recall doing that, but now I'm, and then every time I do, I'm like, it's my dad. Oh. Another thing that my dad's awesome at is finishing people's food. He, uh, so if, if you go out to eat with him, he will, you know, if you're getting ready to like give your plate back, he's going to help you. Like, I'll eat that. He says that. I'll eat that. And what's so funny is I literally did this to Ariel yesterday, and it wasn't even her food. It was, it was somebody else's food. 
that left their food that we know, and then Ariel ate a couple bites of it, and I'm like, are you done with that? She's like, yeah, and I go, I'll eat that. And I'm like, oh, why did I say that? I hate that. Why do I need to finish her food? It's okay. They throw a little, little food away. Jeez. Paul says when we start to look like Christ, we can have the same mindset as Christ, that the more we're around Christ, the more we become Jesus, the more we start to act like him, the more our lives line up with the word of God because Jesus is the word of God. And so Paul gives us this uh, beautiful opportunity to the church of Philippi that, hey, in your relationships, you can actually resemble Jesus Christ. And the more that you're with Jesus, the more that you hang out with him, the more you become him. I saw this post that said, if you hang out with five happy people, you will be the sixth. <laughs> First service, I said, I saw this post that said, if you hang out with five people, you will be the sixth. That's a powerful statement too. There's a lot of truth behind that. You will be the sixth if you hang out with five people. Spend time with five influential people and you will be the sixth, right? Spend time with five millionaires and you will be the, you'll be broke. No. <laughs> you'll be the sixth. Who, we, we become who we hang out with, right? And so Paul tells the church, you can become like Jesus. Your mindset can actually take on his mindset. Because when you hang out with five disgruntled people, you will be the six. If you hang out with five people that gossip the entire time, you'll be the six. So Paul says, put on Christ's mindset. So what is Christ's mindset? What does it mean to, to look like Jesus and to have his mindset in our life and actually be ruled, our hearts ruled with Jesus Christ? Well, Paul says that Jesus left. He didn't consider himself equal with God, even though he is equal with God. He didn't consider it to be something that he could actually use to his advantage. He actually considered it something that he could use for other people's advantage, that they could see what he's going to walk through. And so Jesus left heaven to come to earth for us. Isn't that cool? Have you ever even thought about that? That the Bible says that Jesus left all of heaven's glory to come to earth in the form of a man. Christmas has a lot of meaning. And so what Jesus left is he left comfort. He left safety. In heaven, there's nothing to be afraid of. He left safety. He left, he left um, having no needs whatsoever. All of his needs are taken care of. He had a privileged life as God's son, and he decided to leave it, to come to earth. No needs, no needy people either. There's no needy people in heaven. You ever thought about that? God's taking care of all the needs 
And Jesus says, you know what? We need somebody to save the creation that I spoke into existence. Sign me up. I'll go. The creator of the world came to heaven to fix the mess that the creation of the world made. So Jesus says, sign me up. Whatever it takes, it's going to take your life, son. Okay, I'll do it. Because he loves us. He laid down his life for us. And so Paul writes this to the church because we forget this a lot of times. Life becomes a lot about us, and we get pretty absorbed in ourselves. And so he has to say, hey, this is what Jesus invited us into. This is the life that Jesus has for you. If you read the book of Philippians and you ever come across a passage in that book that you're like, I don't really understand it. What you could do is you can bring back to 5 through 11, that, that verse 5 through 11, and you can run it through this filter of what is Paul trying to say? Oh, he's trying to say be like Christ. Literally the entire book is be like Christ. Be Jesus' image. Do the things that Jesus did. And so he writes at the very beginning of this chapter, in chapter 1, or chapter 2, 1, it says this. It says, therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in the Spirit and one of mine. I love how Paul uses that word any, any, any. He's focusing on if you have just like a little glimpse of compassion. If you have a little glimpse of you've, you've received some encouragement. It doesn't mean every single day is going to be encouraging. What it means is not that every person is going to be encouraging. What it means is if there's one person, if there's a little glimpse, focus on that. We were talking about rain yesterday, and there's like a 40 or 50% chance of rain. And I ran it by our barista that, that we go to, and she goes, that means a 50% chance of sunshine. I'm like, I like you. That's a good outlook. If there's any encouragement, if there's any, if you've ever been shown any love whatsoever, then make Paul's joy complete, make Christ's joy complete by being of one mind, being of one likeness, putting on the image of Christ together. He writes that to the church. And then he tells us how to live it out. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. Can we say that together? Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. I'm going to go ahead and let's say that one more time. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. Wow, that's tough. Not looking to your own interests, but to the interests to each other's interests. Value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. So Paul says that we can live out this amazing life of being like Jesus, hanging out with Jesus more, becoming more and more like Christ. The more that he increases, we decrease. And here's how you do it you actually put on the same humility of Christ Jesus and you value others above yourself. It's a powerful statement, isn't it? But we need... 
the word of encouragement, don't we? Because how many of us roll out of bed in the morning thinking of so many other people? A lot of times we're focused on our stuff. It's hard to even focus on the people within the four walls of our home. And so we need Paul's word of encouragement. Put others above ourselves. Choose the hard route for others. And so what that means is it means stepping into each other's suffering. You know, when somebody around us is really walking through something that's hard, it means like stepping into it with them. It doesn't mean ghost them when hard times come because we don't have the capacity for it. It actually means like suffering with people. It means taking care of each other's needs as much as we possibly can. You need something, I have it, there you go. Here's your 40 bucks. Sorry. Just trying to help. (laughs) This is what Christ did. And this is the mindset that we can actually put on. We can be Jesus' image. I think one of the biggest misconceptions the, the thing that's so confusing about the Bible is we think like the, Jesus, the image of Jesus is just wrapped up in this book and then we're just like the book's on the shelf. But what the Bible is all about is us becoming more like Christ, that we bear the image of Christ everywhere that we go. And that's what God has called this church to, and that's what Paul's writing the church to. Lay down your life for one another. Love one another. If you found any encouragement, then, then meet people in their needs of suffering. Be there for one another. Share in life together. Be of one spirit. Let other people win arguments. Can I get an amen? amen. It's okay. Right? Because it keeps you at one, in one spirit with others. This is Paul's words to his church, and we're the church. So be encouraged today. Let this week be a little bit different. And one thing that I've just been praying about is that the Lord would just open our eyes to a wonder of what he has in front of us. That when we wake up tomorrow morning, as you go throughout your day, as you leave this place, there would actually be a wonder in your life of, God, what are you doing? How can I serve you? How can I be like you, Jesus? How many of you would love to receive that? Just, Lord, what are you doing in my heart? What, what are the areas that you're drawing me to? Who are the people you put in my life? What it does is it gives life so much more purpose, doesn't it? And so I just love to just pray that over us as a church. As we just live out Jesus' image this week, as you leave from this place and just live what Jesus has for you, that, that your eyes would be open to a wonder that all of us, our eyes would be open to a wonder, oh yeah, I see what you're doing here, God. This is where you're leading me. This is how you're guiding me. And the last thing I want to just pray over us is that the Lord would just give us strength to be like Jesus. I'm not, in, I'm not saying that Paul was inviting us into something that we're going to go out and do on our own. Like, go complete this on your own. Go work really hard at serving other people. What it actually says is um, Galatians 2.20, 
For I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless, that I live, but it's Christ who's living within me. In this life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me, and he gave himself for me. So this life that we're living, it's not us that's working all these things up and being really religious. It's us bearing the image of Christ because Christ lives inside of us, and he can't help but be shown that our light shines with the Christ. With the Christ. I'm getting excited. Woo! Okay, so our light shines because Jesus Christ is within us, and it just it, you just influence from from that place. Christ is within us, and it's this life that we live in the flesh, by the faith in the Son of God who loved us and gave Himself for us. So Jesus wants to use your life. That's the invite. He wants to use your life. He wants to use every aspect: your workplace, your home your family, your church. Would you like to just invite them to do that? Even more, even more. I want to, another thing too is, I want to say that there's, um, I think that there's some people in this room who have been just thinking and considering quitting. Like maybe you've given your life to Christ and you're like, man, this is really hard. I'm working so hard. And I'm telling you, the payout of this, um, it doesn't, there's not a lot of uh, earthly rewards. Can I get an amen? amen? Man, when you just serve in people and you're just loving people right where they're at, I'm sorry, like the gratitude factor is very minimal. It is. It's okay. Jesus sees that. And so maybe you've been doing that for a while and you're like, you know what, I'm just ready to just like put it on a shelf. And one thing I heard this week that was just so powerful is the enemy attacks whatever he is most fearful of in your life. The enemy is attacking what he fears most in your life. And so my point is, if you're at a place where, you, you know what, I've been serving, I've been loving people, and, you know, I'm just ready to just throw in the towel on some of that and some of those people, there's breakthrough right around the corner. It's just, it's right around the corner. It's right there. And so the enemy is going to attack and attack and attack so that you quit before the breakthrough. And so what the Lord wants to do is he wants to give you strength to keep going. And it might not be the super, like, powerful strength, and all of a sudden you're reinvigorated and you're rejuvenated and you're, you have vision. It doesn't always mean that. What it means is he's going to give you strength for today. He's going to give you strength for this hour right here, right now, so that you can keep going for the breakthrough. So if you've been thinking about, like, you know what, I, it's just been a rough season. I've been, like, loving people, and I feel very alone. A lot of times you feel very alone in that. If you feel like, you, I've been living out this word, Neil, like, I, I've been trying so hard. God wants to give you strength today to keep going. So if that's you... Actually, can I just have everybody stand up? I think we can all stand up if we can, if you can. I just want to bless that on, on this church, on, on your life. Lord, would you give us the image of Christ right now? Would you just impart that in each one of our lives right here? Would we be your image bearers? When, when people see us, would, would, would our lives start to become more and more like you, Jesus? So, Lord, we just choose to lay down our life 
I just love that song, Lord. It just says, I will build my life upon you because everything else is competing for, for our attention and to build our life upon. So, Lord, we choose to just lay down our life and we say, Jesus, we will choose to build our lives upon you right now. And Lord, I just want to pray for strength for anybody that's been in a battle that the enemy's just been attacking their, their mind and also their finances. Yeah, for anyone in this room that your finances has just been under attack because, you know, if I can just drain their finances, then they won't be able to fulfill what God has for them. Lord, I just, I just want to come against that right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, I just also just pray for strength over each person's life in this room. Would you supernaturally, by your power, by your might, give us strength for today, strength for tomorrow? Lord, we're, that, we're not just trying to work out of some empty well, Lord, but our well is overflowing with your goodness and it just pours out. Fill us up, God. Mm. Yeah, if there's anyone in this room that has been um, uh, working really hard and you were ready to throw in the towel this morning, what I would love for you to do is to raise both hands and just say, surrender. And just, and just give it to God because he wants to fill you up right now. Yeah. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Power. Strength. Provision. Blessing. Yeah. We surrender our plans, our agendas, our lives. We just give them to you. Yeah. Jesus, as you were filled with compassion, would you fill us up with compassion this morning for, for people around us, for the broken, for the, for the hurting, for the lost, Lord, the people that don't have hope, would you give us compassion today? Fill us up with compassion for the people in our workplace, in our, in our homes, in our neighborhoods, Lord. Compassion. Lord, we just bear your image today. We, we put on the image of Christ. We put on your mindset this morning as we leave this place, as we step out, we just decide to choose you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.